The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends and listeners and followers, and welcome back to your entrepreneur's story. In a context of uncertainty, during this week, somehow, I had a few of my strategic conversations with my traditional clients on money, current and long-term wealth, risk and investments. And I sought to share some of our thoughts and examples with you. Hopefully, you'll benefit from this as well. As entrepreneurs, it's quite difficult sometimes to separate our money from our company money, and this in both ways. First, when you invest your own money into your company, so obviously that company money is by default yours. And second, when the company is making money and you calculate it that it's your own money integrated in your own cash, wealth, balance sheet, etc. In reality, yes, a part of the company money will in a way or another come back to you. 
You can pay yourself a salary, you can have shares and dividends, you can sell the company and the money will eventually come back to you, etc., etc. Yet, not everything that is in your company bank account, it is your money any longer. So this week, as I mentioned, I was talking with a client who has a profitable business and who on his own personal bank account has not a lot of money. And I was curious, how come? And basically, he does the same thinking. Well, the money is in the company. When I need more, I take more. What is the issue with that, you may ask? Not only there are ways to withdraw money from a company which are not as straightforward or as straightforward as we think, yet it is not healthy, not for your company financial, not for your person financials. The company has to be able to develop and make strategy invest. And based on the real money and funds available to, to it, to the company, as well as you as a person should be able to make plans and strategy according to your own money. For example, providing you go to a bank to ask for a credit in your personal name, they will not ask for the accounts of your company, but for your direct revenues. As it is not because you have a successful company that you, as a person, has a lot of money for different reasons. Hope all this makes sense, by the way. And again, like always, when something that I share with you may, you know, uh, raise more questions, please address them to us during, uh, for our social media or email, contact at because this way I can go deeper and express a little bit more some of these thoughts. So in the same way, playing or paying yourself first and significantly, it's important for your personal wealth and financial health. The money in the company are there for running the company, developing the company, and its investments are the beneficial one for the company. Like, I can take money out of the company because I decided to buy another house for myself, isn't it? One has no link to another, except the fact both concerns you as a person. And again, hope this makes sense. Uh, the contrary is the other behavior. When the company is not making money and you keep pumping money into the company, your own personal money or your own family money. And the issue with that is that you may not know when to stop. It's not because you have money in your personal account that that shall be by default finance your company simply because you think it's the same account. Sometimes we may have no distance to decide how much I keep putting into this company or this business because you keep thinking it is still your money, yet in just a different pocket. The reality is this, it's a risky behavior. Just as risky as the previous one when you are taking money from the company with no specific business reason. Because a company has its own life and its own expenses. And it may also happen that while you keep putting money into it, you will never be able to recover that money back anyhow. It is not longer in your own personal pocket. And an activity that is not able to, to sustain itself can eat a lot of your personal money. No matter how deeply 
you are linked to the project and why you are doing it, or no matter how deeply you believe it's a good project. Sometimes even a good project may lose money. So what is the key behind it? First, clearly think from two different perspectives. When you are a CEO of your own company, think as the CEO of the company. What is good for that company? Where do you want to bring it? What are the resources you need? Where you will find the money to finance those projects, etc. Now, imagine you are only the CEO of a company and not the owner of the company. You imagine you are a CEO of a company that is not yours, for example. Will you bring money from home when that company is not working? Obviously, no. Second point. When you are making personal plans, personal investments, etc., you are like a CEO of your own money and personal finance. Let's say that you don't have a company and you are only an employee. Would you go to your boss and say, well, I want to change my apartment and can you pay for it, please? No, obviously, in that situation, you either have the money or you go to the bank and try to make a credit in order to buy a new house isn't it? Based on your salary, by the way, right? Because you are an employee or any other revenues you may have, but it will not be the company money. You will not take money from the company you work for or put it differently. That company will not pay for your personal expensive. Number three, when you keep your finance, do it separately. One balance sheet for you, your own capital and your own money and one cash flow for all your revenues and expenses. And another one, PL cash flow and balance sheet for your company or companies if you have more than one. And yes, in your personal balance sheet, you could estimate a return on investment for the company you are owning. Like in the same way you estimate the return you have, let's say, on an apartment that you have invested and you rent it out. In one hand, you will have the rent that is coming every month. And on the other hand, you will have the value of the apartment when you sell it. But you cannot be in the apartment, use it, live there and still get some rent, isn't it? Number four, when you make investment plans, think differently. What are the investments I'm doing for my personal life? And what are the investments I'm doing for my company? There are two different ways to think that. An easy health management rules is based on precocious behavior, which is I don't borrow money or get money on my own name and spend it on the company, nor I do borrow money on the company name and spend it on my own expenses. And finally, number five, be healthy in the way you take money out of your company. When the company is healthy and profitable, pay yourself a healthy return as well, no matter you are paying yourself a salary dividend of both. When the company is doing well, you as a person shall be doing well as well, meaning you can own a rich company while you are poor. Most of the time I keep saying that to all of my clients, pay yourself first because you want to survive and to do well in order for the company to survive and to do well. 
Now, you cannot do well on the expense of your company and your company cannot do well on expense of your own wealth. Hope all this resonates with you and providing, like I always say, you have more questions and challenges or you want to just go deeper into this topic, please reach out and I'll be happy to explore it more in the future episodes. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.